Hello and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Iowa City Mayor Bruce Teague. What if I told you that five minutes of your time could impact how billions of dollars get distributed? I'm talking about the census, which helps inform the amount of federal funds our community gets for things like health care, education, affordable housing, and more. Joining me to discuss the importance of the census is Assistant City Manager Ashley Monroe. Thanks for joining me, Ashley. Thanks so much for having me, Mayor. This is exciting to be on Community Connection with you. Yes, well, you know, I'm always about what's happening with the census. Where are we with our numbers? So what one of the questions that I know a lot of people have is why should I fill out the census? That continues to be a major question. Um, why is it the census important to me? Um, you know, I think that the the first answer we could provide to community members is uh, a self-reflection. What is important to you? Is it the quality of education in our community? The census impacts those things by knowing who is in our community and how many members it needs to serve. Um, is it jobs? Uh, businesses decide where they're going to locate and provide opportunities of employment based on what those census numbers tell us, um, who's here and how many people are in this community and, and what does that mean for business and entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial opportunities? Um, is it the quality of our infrastructure and our roads in our community? Um, you know, we receive funding, cities receive funding from the federal government and state agencies based on the funding allocations that are provided through the census numbers. So um, when we're looking for annual allocations or um, grants that are, that are provided for certain city services or our infrastructure, the facilities, the roads, and basically anything you can you know, touch or see as you move through a community are sourced from some of those federal grant dollars. Um, and, and that's a contributor directly from the census. Um, other opportunities for responding are things like social services, any type of organization in our community that's providing those services to community members uh, get that information from the Census Bureau. Same with healthcare. Um, if healthcare is your number one issue, then you know hospitals and other healthcare providers receive their their funds and whatever other allocations from the numbers that are accounted for in the census. So, um, and then finally, uh, representation. So, if you're politically minded, you're politically active or just find that voting is a, is a right and you want to participate in those things, representation uh, through federal and state are allocated by the census count. So um, the people who are representing us in Washington, DC uh, rely on census counts and numbers to determine what those boundaries are. And uh, then the representatives for those places for us are apportioned by the census count. So there's a lot of different pieces. And, and so I'll kind of summarize my, my major response is what's important to you? Mm -hmm. Is it your family? Is it the education? Is it healthcare? Is it jobs? Is it 
you know, what, whatever it is, the census touches on all of those things. And we really, really are uh, relying on everybody to participate. You did a great job at just talking about all of the things that the census count really does impact. And I think it is the, uh, the, the, the numbers that we need counted uh, that will, we need a complete count. So now is August and we're well into the census count. Yes. Tell us what the timeline looks like now. Basically, the, the timeline here is that enumerators, so people who are on the ground counting door to door, uh, went out in our area starting August 11th. So uh, they've been out for about a week now with the storms and other things that have come through and response. I'm not sure what the, what the status is of that, but Counters are out. Um, they are in as great a number as we could muster for employment. Uh, the Census Bureau has been trying to um, recruit people to do this job for over a year now. Johnson County had a really high response rate for job applicants. And so we have a good um, number of people that are out doing this count that are relying on people to open their door. Uh, the enumerators are supposed to be socially distancing. So if they ring or knock on the door, they'll step back. They've got masks and protective equipment. Um, they're able to identify themselves as, as a member of the Census Bureau uh, to conduct that count professionally. Um, as far as I'm aware, the Census Bureau, our contacts there that have been organizing the, these activities, have told us that they're going to count as long as they can. So uh, we've heard from the federal government that um, the administration has thoughts about reducing the amount of time that was given for the Census Bureau. It was extended for a period of time through the COVID-19 pandemic. And now we're hearing that they may be cutting that time frame a little bit shorter into the end of September. So we're looking at just about a month and a half, hopefully a month and a half for them to do this really, really important work. Um, if people haven't self-responded, so meaning you haven't responded online by telephone or by um, filling out the paper form that was mailed to an address, then someone will come to the door and try to get at minimum the number of people who live in that home, um, just, just so that we have a basis for, for knowing that an, a unit or a house is occupied by someone. So as disordered as my response has been, um, hopefully it gives some information about um, what we're working with. So it's really from today up through as long as the Census Bureau is able to be counting. Um, we're really counting on people to self-respond and continue to self-respond because there's not a guarantee that someone will make it to your door. If you're counting on someone to show up and knock on the door, um, they might not get there in this time frame. So please, please, uh, we're asking that people continue to self-respond through any of those methods, the phone, the internet, um, and by the questionnaire, if you have it handy awesome. in your house. 
So numerators will be out in our community going door to door to those that mm -hmm. haven't responded. What yes. can people expect with uh, when they when they actually are in the process of completing the you know the the census and how long does it take? So the survey itself takes anywhere from about five to ten minutes. I guess it depends on how quickly you move through the couple of questions. On a computer, people can access it. As I said, it's, it's still accessible there. They can go to the website, uh, www.my2020census.gov. Um, so that's my2020census.gov. And when you start the questionnaire, it asks for a PIN. So it will ask for a PIN when you begin. The PIN is not necessary. There's an option for people who don't have whatever mailing the Census Bureau sent to them. Everybody can answer regardless of, of whether they have a PIN or not. You can proceed without that. You just need an address. So whatever your street address is, follow that, that prompt and it'll send you through. There's a couple of household questions the number of people that lived in that property on April 1st of 2020. The purpose is to, to try and gauge the age of the occupants. So what services might they need? Are they students? Are they you know, needing a particular type of service? Um, but the purpose is really just to collect statistical information. So um, I might, we might cover this later on, but um, the purpose is to get a count of the people at the right time in the right place and then that information that's collected by either you filling out a form yourself or by the enumerator coming and visiting and walking through these couple of questions is just to compile numbers so that there's not a, a direct correlation between the person taking the survey and the property that information is kept confidential yeah, I want to make sure that uh, people know because privacy and security is a huge concern. But the information that's collected by the 2020 census is private, it is confidential, and it won't be used in any other format outside of uh, the need for the 2020 census. That's exactly right, Mayor. Um, it's the law that people participate in the census. Um, so when we talk about wanting everybody to participate, it really is part of, of the fabric of this country that, that we do this count every 10 years. It is the law to participate. And so because of that, those factors, um, the Census Bureau is really taking a serious, um, you know, they take us seriously when we're talking about security. Um, we want everybody to feel safe when their data is collected. Um, Census workers are barred from sharing any personal information with anyone. Um, the information that they're taking down, likely on a, a cell phone or some type of, of tablet of information, um, that's on a secure device. It's put through the system. It's encrypted. So people are not, you know, at the Census Bureau receiving that information are not um, able to identify personally your information. And, you know, if anybody were to um, provide confidential information to someone, they face prison 
prison sentence fines, um, you know, so, so it is a critical thing for both people and uh, technology to keep that information secure. Um, the information that is collected by the Census Bureau, um, kind of interesting thing that comes about every 70 years or so is the release of census data from decades, decades and decades back. So um, likely the census information collected from people 70 years ago is probably not uh, greatly impactful for people today. Uh, it's a historical kind of reference. Uh, and so you can be sure that if you're completing your census information today, that information is not tying you to that information for decades and decades to come. Um, so, so, you know, it's, it's a very important thing for people to feel safe that the data collected is aggregated. So it's compiled and put together um, and kind of all the personal pieces of that information are taken out. And then the, the basic statistical information, um, the number of people, uh, potentially the, the race, the age, the gender, um, you know, the, the count of people in a place are all um, not personally identifiable at all uh, when they're put back out into the community. How are we doing overall with the census numbers within our community? Um, are there certain areas where we need to maybe do a little work to kind of get those census um, numbers up where people are filling out information? Well, clearly this year, uh, the events that have have taken a turn. Um, the pandemic created an issue for our community in particular because of the integration between the university's activities, uh, the populations that live in our community, the time of year in which this occurred, and uh, at the very start of the census uh, process in March and April. And then now we're, we're getting a resurgence of, of a new population potentially or a changeover of our population. Uh, and all of those things create challenges in our community. Um, it's not centralized just on a, on a student population, although that's a major concern. Um, when the university closed their in-person classes and sent students home to wherever that is, um, they could have been counted in the household with their, with their family members uh, in those other places uh, and not counted here even though they spend the majority of time in Iowa City. You know, if, it, if they're here nine months out of the year, but they happen to be somewhere else on April 1st of this year and got counted, that means they can't be counted in Iowa City. Um, we have things called census tracts or blocks, which are areas defined by the Census Bureau to identify what those counts and where those counts need to take place. Um, we do have a couple of census tracts that are low in response in comparison to the 2020 year or 2010, excuse me. Um, you know, they, they know how many people responded at those times compared to when, where we are now. Um, 
in many areas of town in Iowa City, we're seeing responses that are close to what they had been fully counted, considered fully counted in 2010. Um, they range anywhere from the, the high 60% to low 80s. Um, so even when we have a, a quote normal uh, year or experience for the Census Bureau, it's incredibly challenging to mm -hmm. count everyone and have everyone respond, even when we have people going out to these to each property and trying to get a response. So when we had this swath of, of vacancies come through town, um, the central part of town, uh, kind of considered in that university impact area, little bit even on the north, the, the north side or Goose Town areas, uh, riverfront crossings, and immediately downtown. The counts right now are very low. The last I checked, they were in the 30 or 40th percentile when they had the count, um, the final count in 2010 had been much, much higher. Uh, so we're urging anybody who, if you live anywhere in the vicinity of the river on the east or west side, up and down, uh, you know, through the campus area, we absolutely urge you to respond or open the door when the Census Bureau comes by. It's so important, um, not only for services provided while people are living in Iowa City, but also for the, the community, for the generations that are growing up here. Um, it's incredibly important for people to respond. So I encourage you to keep doing that. I think you've done a great job of just really zoning in on how individuals really do impact the, yes. the count and even the resources, the monies that come into our community to provide some of those social services uh, that are so needed in our community and well utilized. And so is there anything else that you want to share with us? before we end our time here today. And thank you again for all that you're doing to ensure that we have a complete count is, is vital, is important, so thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll leave you with a, just a couple of things. Um, we, we tried very hard for the last year or two years almost uh, to develop a, a way to promote and encourage people to get out and take the census. Um, we've demonstrated how important it is or talked about that. And thank you for inviting me uh, about how important this is. And it remains important. People who were involved the last, the last time around have jumped in willingly because they know how critical these services are to our community. Um, and we've worked very hard with community organizations so we've made a point to get materials out in a variety of languages that are most frequently spoken in our community and provided them to service providers and other organizations that uh, serve a variety of populations. Uh, we've worked with healthcare partners, education partners, business, businesses in the community, and everybody's been working together to try and get the word out about what what this is and why we should do it. I will leave you also with the website. Again, I will I will spell that out. It's www.my2020census.gov. 
And again, it only takes five to 10 minutes, very fast and easy. If you haven't done it yet, please encourage everyone you know to do it, say hello, check on your friends and family, and then ask them if they've done their census. There's also a phone number. So I will leave you with the phone number as well. It's 844-330-2020. So 844-330-2020. And uh, by calling that phone number, people can also get assistance in a variety of languages. So if there's someone you know that is not particularly comfortable uh, providing their answers in English, there are other language support and uh, people can, can get that support by calling the Census Bureau. So we don't have an excuse. We really, really want everybody to participate. Um, it's a quick thing. It only happens once every 10 years and uh, people can really make a difference in your community by just being that one person that responds. Yes, thank you, thank you. And people out there, please, please get on the website, call, and let's fill out our 2020 census together. Thank you and have a good day, Ashley. Thank you, bye. Yes. That's our show for today. We'll be back again next week with another episode of Community Connection. Until then, remember to mask up when you head out. Thanks, Iowa City.